This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. With Amazon Prime, search your prescription, compare prices across pharmacies, save, high five yourself. Find the best price for your prescriptions with Amazon Prime. Prime changes everything. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, Spotify, iHeart Music, Amazon Music. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. Just find that podcast icon, for example, on your Apple phone. Tap it, hit search, type in ML Sports Platter. Hit the subscribe button, and all those episodes will come in to your smartphone device. I'm on Twitter at MikeLSports, Instagram, MikeLSports1979. Also, you can get me on the YouTube, TikTok, IGTV platforms, Facebook, Twitter. My 9-Minute with Mike Lindsley segments and ML Sports takes are all over the place as well in video form. Make sure you subscribe, like, follow all across the board as well. We are brought to you by Bryant and Stratton College, Stanley Law Offices, and Brian Comboy of Mass Mutual New York State Tax Efficient Retirement Planning today with Brian. Go with him. He's got clients all over the country. He definitely opened our eyes to a bunch of great financial options as we move forward. Brian Comboy, advisors.massmutual.com, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. Make sure you go meet with Brian and get your financial future in order today. So thrilled to bring him on. This is a special Sweet 16 Saturday podcast edition for the weekend as we approach uh, all the games. Wanted to launch it this morning quickly for some pregame listening uh, for everyone. It is the amazing studio analyst and college basketball insider for CBS Sports, Clark Kellogg. Clark, welcome aboard. Rev, 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 rev. How are you, bud? (laughs) Oh, you got a kick out of that one, too. Yeah, oh, I didn't man. know where I was actually going with that, but tried to paint a picture and got a laugh, and I think I covered the bases with it. Yep, but Rev, 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 here we are in a um, March Madness with a COVID twist, and my, has it not disappointed. Oh, it's been unbelievable. Let, let's start with, with Syracuse. I mean, they're back again. Here, here they go again, right? 2-3 yep. zone. I mean, yep. uh, the Orange here, how, how do you like their chances against Houston and and I'm sure you're not surprised at Jim Beheim in March. No, not at all. What a great story, him and Buddy, father-son duo. And Jim has been around forever, and it's, all he's done is win. And keeps it real simple. They do what they do, but, boy, they've been shooting the lights out, particularly Buddy. But the whole team has shot it well from the three-point line, and that's always a tremendous equalizer. If you can come in playing well, and they've been solid defensively, the zone is problematic for the two teams, has been problematic for for the two teams they face in the tournament. And it'll be interesting to see how Houston deals with it. They are not a great three-point shooting team. What they are is a terrific offensive rebounding team. But usually Syracuse rebounds pretty good out of the zone. So that's what I'll be watching, Mike. Can um, Houston, one, get quality shots, probe inside, and then get to that offensive glass? Because they want to beat you, the Cougars do, with um, really solid defense, but getting extra possessions on the offensive glass and by winning the turnover game. Uh, it'll 
those areas are how they hang their hat. Syracuse is um, going to have to continue to shoot it well and, and rebound the ball defensively. Tell you what, it's amazing year in, year out, some of the pundits and people who don't understand, they just say, Jim Beheim, the 2-3 zone, why can't you figure it out? Folks, it's because it's not the same defense every year. He changes it every year. It, it gets better as the season goes on. It's the strong point in March. It's the X factor. Yeah. And, Clark, you know, coach, opposition, players, the 2-3 zone this year is not the same as 18, 2016, 2013. Right. It is always evolving. What do you see when it evolves? Well, that's a great, great point, Mike. It does. He tweaks it, and he does it according to his personnel. What are they trying to take away? They're really trying to keep the ball out of the middle and then also defend the three-point line well and kind of bait you into poor shots or not high-quality shots. Um, And it's frustrating as an offensive team and player, and they do a great job of keeping bodies in front of the ball and limiting gaps. And they do that with their feet and with their arms, active arms spreading out. And so lanes that appear open are really not. And it always causes that momentary indecision, which is part of the recipe for success. You've got to be really assertive and sure uh, with your decision-making and passing. And then you've got to make shots. And that's, um, you know, those are three things that a lot of teams don't do really well against um, Syracuse. And then you factor in shooting from the perimeter. That, again, is always an X factor. But the zone defense itself, it's kind of an amoeba yeah. in that it can be molded into, um, it's like silly putty in some <laughs> ways. You know, he can just kind of morph it into whatever it, need, it needs to be for the particular opponent. They've got some basic tenets and principles that they adhere to in it. And then the personnel is always um, tweaked. Well, Jim tweaks um, the zone in terms of, of the personnel, as I see it. I mean, I might be off base, but that's just kind of how I evaluated from uh, from a distance. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to you breaking out silly putty on on the studio set next uh <laughs> we next. Might try that now that I brought it up. Yeah, please do. That, please do. Clark Kellogg CBS Sports talking sweet 16 ML sports platter here. Um I'm just going to let's just rip through the matchups. I'm just going to give you the game and you give me a couple of quick hits and we'll just kind of get through them here. Loyola Chicago, I mean this team, wow, and Oregon State. Yeah, Oregon State's been terrific defensively, Mike, and uh, they're athletic, but that doesn't bother Loyola. I like the Ramblers just because their style is really uh, tedious to deal with, and Cameron Crutwig is the skill of big guys you'll find that's not uber-athletic. And if he can score and pass, I think Loyola has a good chance to move on. Oregon State has to make him one-dimensional. Love in the East. Uh, How about Michigan-Florida State? I can't wait for this game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one, too. I tell you, Michigan thoroughly impressed me all season, but yeah. particularly in the way they handled LSU. That's a talented, high-octane offensive team, and they scored the ball well early, got behind, did the Wolverines um, because of LSU scoring, but um, the poise, the execution, the tenacity, the championship fiber. Uh, Florida State has not regained its early season form. If the Seminoles do, I'd like them to, to be able to eke out a close one if they're not able to play the way they did early, uh, Michigan moves on. So that's um, that's a pick for me at this point. Yeah, how about the bottom there? Nate Oates, obviously, you know, from UB, now at Alabama. It, it's not just Nick Saban's football school anymore. They can they can hoop it up. They play UCLA, Clark. Yeah, UCLA's been terrific, and they've been playing through their three J's, um, Johnny Juzang, Jules Bernard, 
and uh, Jaime Jaquez, and that's going to be the key. Alabama's got the personnel to, I think, negate those guys, and they have firepower in more spots than UCLA does. I, I like the I like the Crimson Tide um, to roll in a tough one. How about in the West, Gonzaga? I, I think it's their year. I think a lot of people feel that way. They've got Creighton, though, and Creighton, after that, that horrible showing in the conference tournament final, goes to show how well-coached they are. They're in the Sweet yeah. 16 against Gonzaga here. Yeah, I like the Zags. I mean, I feel the same way many folks do. They're really, really good. A few weaknesses, if any. Um, and it very well could be their time. Uh, it feels that way from where I sit. Creighton did play much better in that game against Ohio University, and they needed to. And so they're dangerous because they're high-octane offensively. Zagorowski is terrific in the backcourt, um, but I like the Zags' overall strength to prevail in that one. Yeah, their offense and their ball movement is just absurd. Um, <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fantastic to watch. It really is because, I mean, a, 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 a low-scoring game for them is 80. Yeah. Which is just like, I mean, that's just ridiculous to even say that. A yeah. low-scoring game is 80 for them. Yeah, no doubt. USC, Oregon, I tell you what, you want to talk about fun here, too. Yeah, two Pac-12 teams that have shown extremely well in the tournament, along with uh, UCLA and Oregon State. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm going to go back and watch the first meeting because I want to see personnel. Oregon looked great against Iowa. They were chomping at the bit, and they play small ball as well as anybody because they've got wing guys that play bigger than they are and all can make plays and make shots. And I think Will Richardson will be the key. His return has really moved Oregon back to that smooth operating offensive group. Uh, USC's going to have to do a good job on him. Boy, that's another pick but I'm leaning Trojans because of the uh, Mobleys up front. Uh, I don't know if they can duplicate the way they shot in the last game, but defensively, they're one of the best teams left in the tournament. All right, and then over in the South, just a couple more here, Baylor and Villanova, Clark. Yeah, this is um, a terrific matchup. I love the Bears. Um, they showed a little more of the early midseason form that we all saw from the Bears before their extended COVID pause. And I don't know if there's four guards any better than the Baylor guards in the last 15 years on one team. Villanova can make a case for having similar backcourts, but uh, I really think the Baylor Bears defensively are just um, very, very difficult to go against. And then offensively, they're hard to guard. They share the ball. They penetrate pitch. They shoot it from deep. They drive it. I, I like the Bears here. Arkansas, Oral Roberts. How about Oral Roberts? A little uh, 15 seed, some shades of Florida Gulf Coast at that number yeah, eight years ago. That. But, man, Arkansas is good. The must bus is they rolling. Are, they, are, they are really good. And, yeah. I, you know, I love the two-man duo, the best two-man duo in the, in the tournament. Uh, Max Asmus and Kevin O'Banner. Uh, they'll need others to step up because I think Arkansas can make it hard for those two. They will get their points, and if they star as they have in the first two games, then Arkansas is in trouble. But I think Arkansas can negate uh, Asmus and O'Banner from from dominating that game. So I like the Hogs because of uh, their versatility defensively, and I love JT JD Nadei Nadei, um, really dynamic. Uh, defender, intangible score. I mean, and Herb Jones is, um, and, and then Justin Smith, I'm sorry, has been playing great, great basketball. So I, I like the Hogs. And again, it should be uh, pretty entertaining, I think. All right, final one for you here. I wanted to highlight 
the Bonnies a little bit here. As you know, I'm a St. Bonaventure grad, and it was a, just an awesome season. I was disappointed they didn't show up in, the, in that game against LSU, but still a great year. They added a couple of trophies to the case. You know, they win the regular season and the conference tournament in the A-10. Uh, what stood out to you this year from Bonaventure? They obviously, on paper, Clark are bringing everybody back. And what Mark Schmidt's done there has been obviously amazing, and I know you, you, you've watched that from afar in, in, in just astonishment like, like many others. No, he's done a phenomenal job. And this team is one of my favorite teams. Well, I love the balance, um, the connectedness, um, the versatility. Not a big team, although SUNY was terrific in rim protecting. And if all of them do come back, man, they had a terrific season this year, and I would think it would be fuel for their uh, lab work this summer, and they would be a formidable team nationally next year. But I like the way they play. They play tough. They defend. They share the ball. They're a fun team to watch. And they ran into a tough matchup. I mean, LSU's ability to score the way the Tigers can really was the difference. Um, St. Bonaventure needed to be better offensively in that game, and they just weren't quite up to that in that matchup. But I love um, what those guys did this year and what the potential is for them as, as seniors next year with their experience, toughness, and skill level. Um, that will be a team certainly on uh, on the early season radar list for me. By the way, my dog Cooper, the golden retriever, barked last podcast you were on, and apparently knew you were back. So he uh, he just gave you a little hello. I heard, hello I heard, I heard Cooper. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Clark Kellogg, CBS Sports, college basketball, Sweet Sixteen. The games are going to be amazing. Clark, you are terrific. Thank you so much for all the time uh, on these shows as we've gone along here and continued success. Keep crushing it. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for the kind words, and always enjoy um, hanging out with you, Mike. The ML Sports Platter brought to you by Liverpool Physical Therapy. If you're in and around Central New York and need some of that post-op work done, boy, I'll tell you what, Pete and Mike do a great job. Here's a reminder as well, no doctor prescription is necessary for the first 10 physical therapy visits in New York State. Get to Liverpool Physical Therapy today. A big tip of the cap. Thank you as well to Camillo's Golf Club, Axe Exotic Pets, and our good friends at Rosie's Corner pizza, pasta, hot and cold subs, and more. And as you're listening to this, all the Sweet 16 actions going on today. Make sure you order for my friends at Rosie's Corner. If you're in and around Central New York, you've got the unbelievable garlic parm wings, the gold fever. You can get uh, stuffed shells and burgers if you're in a non-pizza wing uh, kind of, of, of mood. But you got to get to Rosie's, and their themed food days continue with Meatloaf Monday, Fish Friday and a heck of a lot more. Rosie's Corner on Facebook, Instagram, and they will deliver via Grubhub as well. Rosie's Corner is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. All right, I wanted to just add a little bit more to the Sweet 16 thing here. I I know I did a podcast earlier this week on all the games and broke them all down and the storylines, but I wanted to take the the Sweet 16 and give you my three matchups that I'm most looking forward to. Uh, And I'm going to go three, two, and one here. My third game, the third game I'm most looking forward to watching is actually Oregon State and, and Loyola Chicago. I love the underdog. I love the little guy. Um, I love, and I, you know, Loyola Chicago, it's interesting because let's see what their Loyola Chicago enrollment. I should have had this up uh, when I started the podcast, but I'm going to type this out. Uh, I mean, look. When I say little guy, I mean little guy based on the program, right? Because Loyola Chicago is no little guy. Uh, they're a campus that a total enrollment just a few years back was just you know was was over sixteen thousand. So they're not little in terms of campus size. They're no St. Bonaventure or Wofford or something like that. 
Uh, but they're a little guy in terms of comparing them to the Blue Bloods or other programs or Power Fives. And I just love the story. I love a few years ago going to the Final Four. I love the Sister Jean thing. I think Peter Moser's an unbelievable coach. It might be really hard this time to keep him there. And I think Clark hit the nail on the head when he was talking about Oregon State and their defense has been absolutely spectacular. They were unreal against Tennessee in that 12-5 game. And then obviously they beat Oklahoma State, a team that's high-powered. They've got Cade Cunningham, the likely number one pick in the NBA draft. I I love this matchup. I do think Loyola Chicago wins, but I can't wait to watch, you know, these teams duke it out in eight against a 12. Absolutely fascinating. My second game that I'm most looking forward to watching in the Sweet 16 in my top three, it's Michigan and Florida State. I think what Juwan Howard has done at Michigan and Leonard Hamilton over a long period of time at Florida State, these two guys are coaching superstars. And Juwan Howard, you know, losing Isaiah Livers, uh, they've got still a really good roster. Love the guards. Uh, Wagner can do some damage across the board. And they just buy in. They buy into the energy of Juwan Howard. They buy into his tenacity. Uh, I like FSU in this game. I picked the Knowles to go to the Final Four. MJ Walker, the veteran, the freshman 6'9 guard, Scotty Barnes, probably a lottery pick coming off the bench. Hamilton's deep. He's versatile. He's balanced. And um, I love FSU. I, I, you know, Evans is great. Gray is great. And, and I think the Knowles are, are playing really solid basketball. Not, not their best basketball. I, I don't think actually Florida State has played its best yet. And I think that, 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 does not fare well for Michigan. You know, I mean, Florida State beat UNCG by 10. Uh, You know, they beat Colorado by 18. Uh, But that game was touch and go in the first half. I mean, when that game was in the 20s, I I remember remember texting my sister who went to FSU uh, for grad school. We actually met Leonard Hamilton when I went down there for a visit once. And I said, man, this team offensively, there's just every, it seems like it happens all the time where they just, they go in that real lull, you know. But then when they get it going, they can score with anybody in the country, and they did just that. If they play their A game, they're going to be really hard to beat, but I can't wait for that game as well. Just uber-athletes, incredible skill, you know, great depth, versatility, and balance on both sides. Cannot wait for the Knowles and Michigan to compete against one another. And then number one, and I'm going to get called a homer by some people, which is absurd, uh, it's Syracuse and Houston for me for a couple of reasons. One, the contrasting styles, obviously. Uh, you've got the Houston push and press sort of offense, etc., against the 2-3 zone defense. Now, Syracuse's offense is, is another reason for this for this matchup for me. Can they equal Houston's offense? Can they keep shooting the way they've been shooting, led by Buddy Buckets in terms of Buddy Beheim's performance? It's been ridiculous. The 30-point game against San Diego State, he was lighting it up against West Virginia again. Uh, every time he shoots, you feel like it's going in. It's got that Andy Routens, Jerry McNamara, you know, old feel of, of, of threes going in. And, you know, it's amazing with Syracuse. Uh, the 2-3 zone gets gets most, if not all, the attention this time of year, right? But the offense deserves a lot more credit here because they've been scoring uh, with the best of them. So I- I'm looking forward to the contrasting styles also. There's some history here, right? Like Jim Beheim, Kelvin Sampson, remember back in 2002-2003, Syracuse played Oklahoma in the regional final in Albany, head coached by Kelvin Sampson. So uh, there's some history here. Kelvin Sampson has seen that zone before, obviously. Uh, we know that he's had some rocky uh, uh, stops along the way, uh, gotten some uh, you know, NCAA trouble, of course, with uh, with Indiana back 06 to 08 with the 
with the phone call situation, went to the NBA, played around with the Bucks and Rockets as an assistant, and then went right into Houston, and, and they're a really, really good team. Um, I can't wait for this game. I can't wait for all these games. It's so great to have the tournament back. Thanks again to Clark Kellogg, the sensational college basketball analyst, CBS Sports coverage. It's top-notch. There's no doubt. Listen to those guys. Every word, man, of those guys. Seth Davis and Clark and the crew absolutely crushing it. ML Sports Platter Special Saturday Sweet 16 Edition is brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. Remember, go to stanleylawoffices.com today. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum award. Stanley Law Offices, make sure you get them on Facebook, Instagram, and all other social platforms as well. Big thank you to the Al and Angus Pub, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, and CNY Electrical. If you are in and around Central New York, get on over to cnyelectrical.com. Check out Sean and his staff. They're tremendous. They have all those commercial and residential needs electrical-wise. A to Z, CNY Electrical is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. We're a part of the Brawl Network. Hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports. And again, be on the lookout for my 9-Minute with Mike Lindsley segments and videos uh, in terms of ML Sports takes all over the major platforms. Twitter, Facebook, IGTV, TikTok, YouTube. And of course, visit pinstripepassion.com all baseball season long for my Yankee and MLB coverage. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Snow falls on an old apartment. Inside, the holiday season is in swing. On the first floor, Cokes are poured and stories shared among friends. Three flights up, one generation passes down the family recipe to the next. Inside every home, there's magic. Coca-Cola, real magic. Enjoy the real magic of the season with close friends, family, and refreshing Coca-Cola paired with all your holiday meals. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds, anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Learn the art of filmmaking with Spike Lee, or how to bring your creative vision to life with Issa Rae. Try songwriting with Alicia Keys and cooking with Gordon Ramsay. The possibilities are endless. With over 100 world-class instructors ready to teach you, that thing you always wanted to do is closer than you think. Get 15% off your annual membership today at masterclass.com save. That's masterclass.com save. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.